Hey, this is Mark Asquith, the founder and the host of Excellence Expected, and you are listening to the App Guy Podcast. The App Guy Podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy, sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to episode 474 of the App Guy Podcast. I'm your host, it's Paul Kemp. Now, this chat today is with a doctor who left her career to become an app entrepreneur. It's such a wonderful, inspiring story. If she can have the guts to leave a profession like the healthcare and becoming a doctor, which is pretty high up, right? If she can do that, then it must inspire you to do the same with whatever you're doing. It just shows you that it can be done. You can live life as an entrepreneur. And she's having so much fun right now. She's uh, recording Kickstarter videos, doing a rap video launching a Kickstarter campaign. They've taught over 4,000 students as well to uh, code. And so uh, this is a chat with um, Angela Yu, and she's of London App Brewery. Really wonderful stuff. But before I get into it, let me first of all thank my sponsors who helped make this show possible. First is TopTal. TopTal is a network of the world's best developers and designers. These guys have gone through one of the hardest tests you'll find around to provide the best talent, the top 3% of talent. In fact, that is their cutoff. It's even harsher than that, according to my chat with the co-founder. That means that for everyone applying to become part of the TopTal network, only 3% make it through. And that's not a figure that they targeted. It's just a result of their really tough assessment process. And all the network, they do speak English, they're good to work with, and these are the highest quality talent that you'll find. So if you are seeking a great developer or a great designer, and you want to bring them on at full-time, part-time, or just on an hourly basis, then do get in touch with toptal.com forward slash Paul, toptal.com forward slash Paul, all lowercase, and this will give you access to their up to two week risk-free trial. Thank you, Toptal, for sponsoring this episode. This episode is also brought to you by Brand Bucket. Now, if you're starting out a company or if you're starting a new project and you want someone to package all of the branding up for you in one go, then go to brandbucket.com forward slash app guy. That's brandbucket.com forward slash app guy. You'll end up with a name that fits your company and a brand that fits your name. For less than the price, you'd pay for a really hot domain. It's really worth while. You don't have to employ designers for logos. You could just get everything in one neat package. So go to brandbucket.com forward slash app guy. And thank you very much to Brand Bucket for sponsoring the show. Now let's get into the episode with Angela Yu. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I'm your host. It's uh, Paul Kemp. So this is the show where we get uh, exciting CEOs and founders on the show and we learn from them. We have all types of founders that we can learn from and we have a great founder. It's the founder of the London App Brewery and uh, it's Angela Yu and she's actually going to talk to us uh, about um, going from a doctor, get this, a doctor to a programmer. So instead of saving lives, you're uh, helping enrich lives through programming and uh, there's a lot of other stuff we can learn about as well. So Angela, welcome to the App Guy podcast. Hi, hi. Uh, let's go straight into it. I mean, so you uh, were, went from, you know, obviously a lot of uh, time training to be a doctor and all the qualifications, and then you jumped ship and became a programmer. Tell us about the backstory of that. 
Yeah, so uh, that's pretty crazy. Um, so I trained as a uh, doctor at uh, UCL in London for six years and then went on to work in the NHS, so the National Health Service, um, for another two years. But I mean, I think, you know, when I was young, I, I was quite into programming. And while I was in medical school, I started picking up iOS development um, because I really wanted to make medical apps um, that could make our lives slightly easier. And then as I got more and more into it, I sort of thought, hey, wait a minute, I enjoy this a lot more than my day job. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what am I doing here, right? And also, I think the, the NHS, um, for those of you guys who don't know, is complete uh, wasteland for tech, basically. I mean, we're still faxing in this day and age. And not just faxing, but you fax somebody and then you call them to make sure that they got the fax and then you email them a hard copy. And I'm thinking, you know, most of the jobs that I'm doing could probably be replaced with a few lines of code. And that was really frustrating. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a big jump, but um, very, very good one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I often get asked how to know when to make that jump. There's many people who listen to this who have different occupations, different types of uh, jobs. And, the, you know, they ask me, uh, Paul, what, when do when do you know? Because it is a big risk. So, yeah. I mean, did you, how did you prepare? That, you know, because that we can learn from you on that. Um, so, I think you know, a friend of mine who's a who's a founder as well once said, um, I think quoted somebody. I don't know if it was Elon Musk or somebody who said, um, you know, starting a company is like staring into the abyss and eating glass, <laughs> and um, <laughs> it, it, it's very true. And like, it's making that jump was really really scary. But then once you do make that jump, you realize like, oh, I'm not actually free falling. And um, so I think for me, um, I think getting traction, getting traction in our company, starting to see a uptick, that was the point where I said, okay, I think this is, you know, good enough result for, for you know, for, for me to decide to change career. And I have a lot of friends who, uh, okay. you know, maybe did it. Yeah. So maybe too early or maybe too late and maybe regretted that. But yeah, seeing traction. Uh, this is great advice then. And so, I mean, specifically, what is it like a, a certain amount of uh, earnings from your company whilst you're working on it part time? Or, or is it uh, some other traction that, that, such as trajectory? Um, so... I started the London App Brewery with uh, a co-founder who came from finance to uh, Android app development. Um, and basically, we, we started out by teaching friends um, who wanted to learn how to code. And then we saw that more and more friends wanted to learn from us. We were having these little weekend boot camps. Um, and then we thought, hey, let's let's launch this out onto, you know, into a website, see if anybody will actually sign up for it. Um, and that uptick that I was mentioning was people paying for the course, um, people talking about our course after having been on it to their friends without us ever asking them to. You know, we were seeing Facebook, Twitter shares and people raving about it without any push from us. And I think that was the real sign that there was some sort of a product market fit and it was a good point to jump into it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the London App Brewery then. You, you are teaching coding. 
Yes, yes, we are. I mean, we're my co-founder and I, we're both self-taught programmers. We don't really have a background in tech other than, you know, maybe messing about with stuff in the weekends. Um, so we thought about trying to create a course for people um, who are from a non-technical background. Because um, very often, you know, you get very technical, very, very good programmers explaining things to people um, in a way that not everybody can understand, right? Um, there's a lot of tutorials which say, you know, you, you follow step one, two, three, which is super simple. Then step three, you just simply set up your cloud database. And people are like, what? There <laughs> 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 was, was a bit of a jump there, right? Um, and so we try to make something that has really clear explanation, uses a lot of animations, um, and sort of explain things in ways that normal people can understand. So yeah, that's that's basically in a nutshell what we try to do at the London App Brewery. Right. Now, I know that you've been working on something that you're extremely excited about. You mentioned yes. uh, about the NHS and how prehistoric it is with tech. And we always <laughs> on the show look at these opportunities. So uh, you're doing something that helps save 800 million pounds a year or something. Tell us about that. Yes, yes. So that was one of my, I guess, larger apps that I built Um before starting the London App Brewery. It's a app called Tempo. And the problem at the moment is that we have a shortage of medical nursing staff um, in the NHS. And the NHS as a whole spends about 1.7 billion pounds on medical, temporary medical staffing, so part-time work. Um, per year, right? And the the crazy thing is about 20 to 30% of that goes towards private agencies as commission. And, you know, what they do is incredibly low tech. They, they're headhunters, right? So they call you up on Monday, they say, hey, you know, Dr. Angela, can you, can you do a shift? I say, no. They say, they call you back on Tuesday, like, can you do a shift uh, on, you know, another day? I say, no. And it goes on again and again. And some days I have a call log of, you know, eight or nine calls from them. So I basically created an app um, with a designer and um, a backend developer as well, which automates the entire process. So it has notifications for jobs as they come up. Um, your CV is sent straight to medical staffing in the hospitals. Um, and you also have a track record of your uh, performance on the job. So that's being pushed through the NHS, um, but obviously the NHS being the NHS, it will take a while to spread from hospital to hospital. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. And, and in fact, you're just inspired <laughs> someone, I'm sure, who's working in their own industry. And yeah. you know, what, what I've learned from you is to simply keep your eyes open for problems that can be solved through tech. Uh, uh, yeah, because I, think, I, I think this kind of, you know, scratch your own itch kind of, app or product or whatever is the best because you know you have real frustrations and I was really upset about getting you know 10 million calls from these medical staffing agency and I'm sure everybody else has these kind of frustrations which they can address. Uh, uh, so why do you think that uh, others I mean because you are a doctor you've learned your, uh, and taught yourself to code why is that important? Um, so I think, you know, in the, in the future, I think not being able to communicate with um, technology or computers will become a hindrance. Uh, I think as we're moving towards, you know, this kind of tech first society, not being able to talk to a computer 
is going to be, you know, a hindrance, if not a disability. So I think being able to have a degree of understanding of code is really, really essential, even if you're not going to become, you know, a founder, even if you're not going to make a tech uh, product, it's still important to understand how code works. That, but that's my opinion, yeah. yeah well, I mean, uh, so obviously, like, uh, what we're learning from you is that it is important to uh, have that skill set, even if you may not be the one who's developing the product. So, so uh, I would, I mean, I would love to know, you are, a, you know, you were a doctor, it's incredibly long hours. And how on earth did you find time, you know, in amongst that to start these side projects, which ultimately left, led you to this path? <laughs> so, I mean, the, the good thing about being a doctor is that you have a block of night shifts. Sometimes it could be 14 days of night shifts um, in a row where you work 12 hours per day. But then after that block, you get, you know, maybe four or five days to recuperate and get back into normal life. And during that time, I mean, I think being relatively young, it only takes me maybe 24 hours to bounce back into a, a good time cycle. So I would spend the four days uh, coding, essentially. And also, you know, being on night shift, being in the sort of night mode, it's good for the coding as well, because it's quiet and dark. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I, I had a lot of uh, tricks, I guess, that I would use. Um, for example, there's this app um, that I think some scientists made um, from Penn State University, which is called the Caffeine Titration app, I think, where you can actually measure the, the half-life of coffee and you figure out how much caffeine you've con consumed and it plots a decay curve of how much is coming out of your bloodstream. And once it hits a critical level, it prompts you, gives you a notification to drink a bit more coffee so that you always stay within the productive zone. Um, <laughs> I love so that. I love that. I love that. You know, my, uh, we had a, an episode last year with the founder of Hydrate, and my, my wife and I yeah. have just got our bottles now after this year of waiting, and uh, and that's for water. Uh, but uh, you've just discovered yeah. something same for coffee. Yeah, exactly. And also, the other thing is, um, you know, after work, I think a lot of side projects happen after work. You know, and while it's very tempting to just sit on the couch with a tub of ice cream, watch Game of Thrones. Um, you're not going to get much done, right? Um, so I had this kind of mental trick that I would say to myself, as soon as I switch environment, so enter the door, that's my moment, which I can capture to do, you know, good or, or like sit on the couch. Um, so <laughs> I kind of said to myself, like, you know, I'm only going to code for 20 minutes. I'm just going to code for 20 minutes and then I'm going to, you know, watch Game of Thrones or whatever. Um, but then once you get into it, that kind of um, momentum uh, carries through and it's actually quite hard to stop yourself from, you know, finishing a thing that, you know, finishing a particular feature or finishing something in the code. So using that momentum um, really helped me. And some days, you know, I coded up until like 2 a.m. So it's a, it's a good trick. So one of the successes I've had in the past is helping launch an app with my good friend, uh, Andreas, who's been on the show mm. and we launched uh, Fitmen Cook. And yes. one of the, now one of the apps to beat us, uh, and it was, we, we got number two and the number one app of that day uh, happened to be Monument Valley. <laughs> and, uh, I, I can see that you've had some experience with the uh, makers of Monument yes, yes, Valley. Yes. Tell, tell us about that. Um, so, you know, at the London Library, we, we sort of realized that 
becoming a good app uh, developer is far more than being a good programmer. Um, you know, in this day and age, you have to get good at app marketing, you have to get good at app design. And so we don't really, we're not designers, we're not really, um, you know, growth hackers. So we try to bring in people who know about these kind of topics. And um, through a VC friend of mine, I actually got in contact with uh, Rike Kublau, who's um, a designer, UI UX designer at Us2, um, so the, the studio who made Mon- Monument Valley. And we managed to um, get her to come and give our audience, um, our community, um, a talk on how to design for mobile, which is her specialty. Um, And if, um, you know, any of your app makers are based in London, we've actually got a free talk um, coming up, I think, in two weeks at Twitter, where the Twitter team are going to teach our students um, about app analytics. So, um, yeah, so it's all about getting, you know, the experts to actually teach rather than, um, you know, one person to teach it all. But, yeah. Uh, okay. Sad, sadly, I think this is going to go live after that event, but certainly I'm sure you've got these types of things happening all the time. How, yes, how absolutely. Best can, how, how can people track the events that... Uh, you've you've got going on so the best way is to go to meetup.com slash london app brewery um and that's where we list all of our free events and live events yeah you know that's one of the most popular uh places to go i've been told on this show meetup and there you are (laughs) so uh, i'll make sure that there's uh links to the show notes it's episode 474 of the app guy so I hope you're enjoying my chat with Angela Yu. Let me just take a moment to thank my sponsors who helped make the show possible. First, TopTal. So there are four things to remember with TopTal. First is the caliber of the talent, top 3%, caliber of the talent. Then the hands-on matching process to that talent. The no-risk free trial that every client has when you go through my link, toptal.com forward slash pool, and the reduced time that you save by hiring someone of great experience and high talent. So let's talk about the cost savings then. First is the cost savings that you experience when going through TopTal. You know, because TopTal is able to connect people with great developers, great designers around the world. Now these individuals are able to better leverage their time. They don't have to go seeking out clients. These guys are great anyway. So they just go through the TopTal network. And because they find it easier to go through the TopTal network, then they're spending less time on the marketing themselves. And that means they can build that cost saving in to what they charge. So TopTal is helping them connect with people and that's helping them get a better hourly rate that's more cost effective. It's economies of scale, right? There's also the flexibility of working with somebody through TopTal. It's like working with somebody who's a core part of your team, but you can work with them full time part-time or even on an hourly basis and you can increase or decrease your level of engagement with that person over time you might work with them for two weeks two months or two years it really simply depends on your needs as a client so you have flexibility in how much you're working with somebody as well as how long you're going to end up working with them the flexibility is another great benefit so to get these benefits do go to toptal.com forward slash paul toptal.com forward slash Paul, P-A-U-L, 
all lowercase, and you will get access to their two-week trial. That means that TopTal will cover the costs of your developer or designer if there's not a great mesh with your team. TopTal.com forward slash Paul, and thank you to TopTal for sponsoring this episode. So let me thank my sponsor, Brand Bucket. Here's what Brand Bucket is. Uh, you know when you want to start a new business or, or maybe even just launch a new product as a side to your main business. Well, one of the toughest challenges is it takes forever. I mean, forever to come up with a name. I, I remember going through all the different websites, going through Google, going through domain registrars, just trying to come up with a name. I did this many, many times and it took forever. Uh, and one of the things that I remember is that uh, when searching for a name, you almost lose the momentum behind your eagerness to start the new idea, the new product. You need something that's really easy to use and help keeps the momentum. So my name, The App Guy Podcast, came about because I was listening eventually to a podcast that talked about the autoresponder guy. And I thought, you know, having um, some name that's the XYZ guy, well, it, it actually helps people to easily refer you. So I went to uh, register theappguy.com and of course it was taken. Uh, so now I really wish I'd found Brand Bucket sooner because uh, what I could have done is I could have uh, picked a name that wasn't so limiting to apps. It's actually important to have a very broad name for your company, your business, right? Uh, so let me introduce uh, to you Brand Bucket then. Uh, you can scroll through, you know, much like the same way as maybe an unmarried person might scroll, th scroll through Tinder uh, for a date. You just keep scrolling through, see what's available, and then you come across a name for your company that's available. Uh, the good news is that it will come with a domain that's already got really cool, ready-made logos, uh, and it will really help you visualize the whole thing together. So if you're looking for a new brand, either for your existing company or as a new business to, or even just as a part of your, one of your side projects, uh, there is absolutely no obligation. But if you do go to brandbucket.com forward slash app guy, that's all lowercase, brandbucket.com forward slash app guy, uh, you can actually scroll, th scroll through a load of ready-made brands. And if you are ready to buy, there is a good price for you. And the URL, brandbucket.com forward slash app guy, that will give you $75 uh, credit towards the marketplace in Vato. So brandbucket.com forward slash app guy. Uh, go get yourself a new brand for your products or business right now. Go and scroll around. You're going to love it. Brandbucket.com forward slash app guy. Thanks so much to Brandbucket for supporting the show. Now let's get into the episode with Angela Yu. Let's talk also about uh, Kickstarter mm. because uh, also in the debrief that we had that, that you mentioned Kickstarter. Yes, yes. Um, so what we found is that, you know, while we can teach, I think we've taught over, what, 4,000 students now in our central London classroom. Um, but, you know, our, our time is limited and we're only based in London. Um, we've had some great students. Um, we've had employees from uh, Google, LinkedIn, Goldman Sachs. Um, loads of people come onto our course and really love it but we're not able to offer this course beyond London. So the idea was why don't we try and convert our coding uh, teaching um, principles to an online course and make you know, the best online programming course possible. Um, so that's, the, that's the why we're setting up this Kickstarter to launch this online uh, app development course. Right. And I'm guessing that you've got details on your website to find out about that Kickstarter. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, so it'll be on londonabbery.com. 
londonatbrewery.com. Yes. Right. Okay. I, and finally, I can see that you've uh, mentioned uh, an ebook as well. Yes. Uh, 12 Simple Rules. T- tell us about the ebook. So um, we, I, I just thought that for this, uh, for the App Guy um, podcast listeners, it'd be a great thing if there's, you know, I, I think there's a lot of programmers who listen to your talk. But, you know, if there's anybody who wants to get into coding and wants to learn how to code, um, we wrote a 40-page uh, ebook for your readers, which you can download for free. Um, and basically, it just goes on to the 12 rules for how um, you should approach learning to code. Um, you know, a lot of people have ideas about learning how to code, such as, you know, you've got to find the perfect coding language for a beginner, which doesn't exist, by the way. Um, or you have to, um, you know, it like coding is really hard or the other way, some people think coding, some people get told rather that coding is easy and then you feel like you're dumb because you don't understand it. Um, so we sort of try to address a lot of the uh, um, fallacies about learning how to code and some of the rules um, and tips for how you can go about it. So Well, that's great. Yeah, I'll make sure that we have uh, links to that, Angela. Yeah. And uh, that would be uh, theappguy.co, as I say, episode 474. It's, uh, you know, if you just search for your name, uh, Angela. So, uh, you know, I was just wondering, this final thing is that you've had uh, well, incredible success. I mean, uh, 4,000 students. I wondered if you looked at all those. Uh, I, I don't know whether you keep in touch with many of those students, but uh, have any gone on to do anything special that you could think of uh, f- from from your your course? Yeah, so um, we had a student who created the double app. Um, we had a student who created a very simple app that wakes him up one minute earlier every morning so that he could form good habits so that he would eventually wake up at, I don't know, 6 a.m., whatever his targets were. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we had a lot of very interesting and quirky product ideas. We had another guy who created an app. I can't remember the name of it, um, but basically it's called, I think, Never, Never Eat Alone or Never Dine Alone. And it's like Tinder, but for like people who don't want to eat in a restaurant alone. So you match up with somebody close by um, that you can go and have dinner with. Yeah. So <laughs> I love the time we're living in, don't you? I mean, uh, just uh, such, such creativity yeah, from absolutely. everyone. It's just so cool. Well, Angela, I mean, I know that you listen to the show and uh, I really appreciate you coming on as well and sharing your, your wisdom. It's hopefully uh, we've inspired some doctors well, actually, we don't want to, we don't want to inspire too many doctors to quit because there will be no doctors uh, left. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it's just inspirational to know that you know someone who's pursued one career. It's not too late to change course. I did exactly the same thing. I left a career in finance, and I thought it was stupid at the time. But uh, you know, there is this kind of wonderful world of tech, and uh, and I love what I do, and so it's inspiring to know that you don't have to continue on the path that you kind of decided on as as someone going to uni yeah you, know, you can change absolutely i mean also you know it's all about the venn diagram of overlaps right like i mean a doctor is you know very very uh you know a valuable asset being able to uh do medicine but also being able to program is a valuable asset in itself but having the combination of different skills you know yours is finance plus you know coding or tech that's more rare and I think 
this is what should encourage people working in different uh, fields that, you know, just because you're jumping into a new uh, opportunity, it doesn't mean that you're starting from scratch. You're bringing in your your um, other skills as well. Yeah. And actually learning from the Tempo app, what I've realized is that it, sometimes we get too obsessed with the tech itself, but you've actually tapped into uh, the problem uh, because you understand the problem having scratched your own itch kind of thing. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. That's valuable. Well, Angela, thanks for coming on the show and all all the best with uh, your, <laughs> your career party. I guess you could always go back to uh, fixing people if um, the tech doesn't work out for you. But uh, <laughs> for now, thanks for, thanks for being on the show. Great. Awesome. Thanks, Paul. So I hope you enjoyed that episode with Angela Yu. Just to let you know, she is doing a Kickstarter campaign. It's absolutely fantastic. I'm going to play you now the rap video that she's done. She's raised way beyond her goal. It's become quite a successful campaign. I remember to support the campaign by going to theappguy.co. You can search for Angela Yu's episode and there'll be a link to the campaign. Or you could just Google it, of course. Uh, Angela Yu, London App Brewery Kickstarter campaign. Have a listen to this. Start coding your own downloading. Let's start on your coding journey. Start your coding journey. Just start your coding journey. Posing braces, oh so curly. Work it till it's not so worthy. Programming so hard, you're sweating. But life's got your back on your coding journey. Just start your coding journey. Just start your coding journey. Posing braces, oh so curly. Work it till it's not so worthy. Apps is not self-evident. No traps, this course is relevant Start in design mode, make your app elegant And learn to code for app development Our tutorials are brain friendly like Whoa, I rain down my first words Hello world bro, you'll pick it up quick and you learn slow Don't be fixed or she's like overflow We keep the syntax light, the source code tight Don't bite, Java and Swift are not hard to write Moving a sprite by shifting a byte It's tried, making it back in an SQLite Implement the database without disaster Query, erase, make that app run faster Like Vader, stealing Han Solo's blaster Advance from pad 1 to a code master If that app don't run, son Check the syntax in line 61 There I see what you've done Bracket facing left to the right, there's none. App marketing will make your downloads grow. Get traction like Pipe Piper on HBO. With the millions that the App Store will bestow, you'll upgrade your Peugeot to a French chateau. Wanna start coding? Your own app. Downloading, let's start on your coding journey. Squint a bit like, like you're mad.